0: Welcome to the double i show fantasy island fantasy football edition coming at you again with another one this time the guys and i are we're going to talk about our week nine must starts must sit your ass down situations so we're just going to go ahead and jump into this let's get at this king i'm going to go ahead and throw it to you first who is your fantasy must start of this week
1: now it was a tough week to think about it right i mean guys here's the other part man it's you know it's right in the middle of the bye weeks and everything else so it's a little bit tough to figure it out guys have been balling out there's there's you know there's always those obvious matchups isn't there and it's like fuck you know the defense is so shitty their secondary's playing so shitty this guy's gonna have a big game he's been playing so good and does it ever happen like not really you know what i mean so i don't know man i just i was just thinking i gotta go a little bit different this week and I'm going to pick a Packer, man. And I know I don't like doing that. But the reality is they got nothing to throw to. They'll have nothing to throw to all year. And I said this in the divisionals, guys. This guy's going to be their best guy and their best option offensively. It's Aaron Jones. So Aaron Jones is my start of the week. I, I think that personally myself, I think that Green Bay played a much better game than I thought they could. I didn't think. They, I didn't think they were going to be able to stay on the field. I thought they were going to get blown out. And in the second half, they bowed up. And they fucking played like men against Buffalo, who's the number one offense in the league. And they got a couple picks on Josh Allen, and they couldn't score shit in the second half. They scored three fucking points. So I think the Packers, that was like a turning moment for them a little bit. Now you go into this week, and they're playing Detroit at home. And I think that's just easy pickings for Aaron Jones. I think they realized last week, even against Buffalo, that's the only chance they have to win, is get him just going. Catching the ball, running the ball, whatever they need to do. Aaron Jones, must-start him this week against the Detroit Lions.
0: Rackham, Love that, love that. Bombo, who the hell do you got this week?
2: My must-start this week is Justin Fields. We say it on the show all the time. Follow the trending arrow follow the arrow right and his arrow has been ascending so in consecutive weeks it's 19 points 22 points 26 points 31 points and that's just in one league that i'm in so do do the math whatever your scoring is no matter what it's still the same it's still the same stats going up higher and higher not only that but he had 19 points in week one as well so for all this talk that he's a bus and he had no talent and what are the bears doing out of eight weeks he has five weeks of placing within the top 12 but only recently have we seen that even in a bad loss the guy can give you 30 it's it's what he does with his legs it's it's what the offense is now they're they're designing for him to to get in good spots to where he can make a big play downfield the running game is opening up things so that now you got to wonder about if when you have that read option is he going to keep it is he going to go plus he can make things happen like spur of the moment keep the play alive and he's he's displaying it every week And now he's playing the Dolphins. Uh, They're not really beating anybody defensively like that. I don't think they're going to be able to scheme for him. I think it might be a shootout. Because you think about this with Justin Fields. This is my favorite trend that's going on right now with Justin Fields and why I'm so high on him. His last two biggest fantasy days were against a Bill Belichick defense and the Cowboys' number one ranked defense. And these were games where he was supposed to be dead in the water, make sure to sit him. He finished top five both those games. So... Now we're going to give a Justin Fields playing with confidence, playing in an offense that has more confidence against a Dolphins team that mm, is real mediocre on defense, and I don't even know if they can really stop a mobile quarterback like that. I'm going to say this might be Justin Fields following that arrow up, and he goes for anywhere between 30 and 40 points in this one. Wow. Stardom.
1: I got a question for wow. you, though, yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready to blow you right now, but I'm just saying, you know, like, okay, do you think Chase Claypool is going to have any
2: fantasy impact this week? I think he's going to have. There's going to be a package for him. He'll get some run. He may be out there running a bunch of decoy, but Claypool can also block. So they may be running things off to his off to his side with design runs and also runs for um, Herbert Montgomery. So he's gonna. I think he's gonna get run. You, hey, we talked about it earlier in the other episode it's a second round pick for a second round pick, right? I mean, if you're going to, if we're talking about a used car, when I get that car, I'm going to let it out. I'm driving it first day. I'm putting miles on it taking it on a road trip. I mean, I just went second round pick for second round pick. I'm not trying to get him acclimated to the offense. I need him to start playing right now, even if he's just out there doing cardio. That's what
1: I'm talking about. Hit that gas, motherfucker. That's what I'm talking about.
0: (laughs) I will say this though, Bombo, you know, you made a really good point about his confidence and everything kind of You know, trending upwards and follow that arrow going straight, right? Now, the one thing that stood out to me was everybody, if you look at how dominant this Dallas defense has been, Fields is the only quarterback all season long to this day that has scored three touchdowns in a single game against that Dallas defense. So, I really got to love what you're talking about. I love what you're saying because it's absolutely trending upwards. Yeah, Definitely a must play. I love this one. I'm all in on this one. You got me convinced. I'm going to have to try to go out and get him just so I can start them.
2: Mm-hmm. Hey, I mean, you guys probably know more than I do as you guys watch every down. But in that Dallas game, Dallas could have lost that game. It, they, they, it was there was a, a couple of crucial mistakes.
1: It was a matter of two, play two plays. Yeah. yeah. James Dallas was on the way of losing of that game. Was that fumble return for a touchdown where Justin Fields. Right. Didn't touch the guy down. He doesn't do that. I still don't
0: that- put it on him. But I still don't put that on him. A lot of people did. I I still, you know, he's trying to avoid getting hurt too. You know, he's a quarterback. I'm not going to throw that on him. Yeah, he should touch the guy. But still, you don't put that on him.
1: Well, you can't say he should have touched the guy and you're not putting it on him.
0: I still don't. It's not that big of a deal. You know, it's just like a talking point.
1: They weren't going to do anything anyway. And the game would have been tied anyway. The other problem is is when you're giving up fucking 300 yards rushing and six touchdowns to Tony Pollard, who the fuck are you going to beat? Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, Roquan. Exactly. He really wanted to be there on Sunday, motherfucker. Appreciate you. You know what I mean? He already Bye-bye. Bye. Yeah, he knew he was going somewhere, motherfucker. He so, did. He did,
0: especially the way okay, he played.
1: We don't, need we don't need him, dog. But, yeah, you're right. You're right, Bob. I think Justin Fields is doing a great job. I think they're the, this coaching staff is realizing what they got with him. And every week it, there's a little bit different. And I think that's what's gonna fuck up the opposing defenses is they're not gonna know what Justin Fields is coming. The one that's running the edges like he was in New England, or the one sitting back throwing dimes against Dallas. Because that's their yeah. weakness. And when you got a hyper athletic guy like that in the backfield, fucking at your quarterback position that could do all that, it's easy. You just gotta surround him with good weapons and just get the ball in their hands somehow, some way. And I think they can do that, and I hope these motherfuckers don't get stupid and cut this guy after the year's over. Nice pick, bro. (laughs) So I think me and T are going to fight to see who blows you first. But, yeah, good pick.
0: (laughs) All right, guys. So let me go ahead and talk about my must-start of this week, and that's got to be Austin Eckler. I know it's shooting fish in a barrel, but listen, listen to this. Hear me out, okay? Before the bye week, He had four straight games with the touchdown. This guy, the week seven, because obviously week eight last week, he had a bye week. But week seven, he wasn't that relevant when it came to rushing the ball. He only had 31 yards, but he had 96 on 12 targets in the air. I mean, this guy, he's just the Swiss Army knife, right? I mean, you just, it's which way he's going to kill you any given week. They're going to give him the ball. They have to get, keep feeding him that ball all season long. From here on out, he's going to be the primary focus. So you got to play a guy like that. And he's going up against Atlanta this week. i gotta, I got to like my chances if I'm a, a Eckler owner. I think this guy is going to just shred that defense apart. And he's just going to come at it with so many different ways. Because what are you going to do? You're going to, okay, so you stack, you know, 10 guys in the box and you're going to stop him on the rush. Okay, great. He's going to roll out, you know, <laughs> roll out, and he's he's going to get that little dink and dunk and then take it for another, you know, 10, 15-yard chunks. And he's going to stack up, and he can get 100 yards receiving in a game. So it just any way you want it each week, Eckler's going to give it to you. So for me, that's got to be this week's must start for me. And I got Eckler in a couple leagues, and I love it. And I'm starting him all the way.
1: No, I get it. And like you said, it's like shooting fish in a barrel. But there's going to be that game, T, man, where they just shut him down. Where they just go all in on him, Doug. Four guys are chasing him around the field all day long.
2: Because
1: one through three. At this point, with Mike Williams down now, and Keenan Allen's going to be hurt all year. He tries to go, and he gets hurt in the same game. He's just fragile. Right? No, his I,
0: rascal had a flat.
1: They got nothing else. So at some point, teams are just going to overcommit to him, and that's when it's going to get worrisome, like, fuck, how much can he do? Because they, they, they're not going to allow him to. And that's the fuck thing, You know, when you're all, the only guy. I mean, Josh Palmer doesn't scare nobody, right? I mean, pff, nobody there is scaring anybody. DeAndre Carter... That Joshua is,
0: Kelly's hurt.
1: I mean, well, you can't really those two guys in the backfield doesn't scare anybody either unless you to me i'd start lining that dude up on the outside Just start lining that up on the outside he's as good as a receiver as any of those other guys yeah yeah you know, that's true, true. You know, he's
0: got but, great hands so that's what i'm saying he could do it either way he's going to kill you one way or the other you shut him down as a running back he's going to kill you as a receiver so yeah that's why that's why i got him in my must start of this week All right, so uh, let's go ahead and let's get into Sit Your Ass Down this week, guys. So who the hell do we talk about for sitting our ass down? King, I'm going to go ahead and throw it to you to start it off.
1: Let's hear it. I was sort of hoping you were going to save me the last because I'm going to make a comment here, guys. And there's a trend going, and our listeners know this. Okay, you guys take the easy way out on the sits. Okay, first of all, guys, look at my track record, dude. I'm going big names. Top Horrible. To fantasy guys. And I'm taking that week to throw them out when it's there. And that, that's what we got to do for our listeners. But you're whiffing on them all. I just did Nick Chubb a couple weeks ago, and you guys went crazy on me. This yeah, no, that was the, the only year. one.
0: That's why we were excited. We we're rallying behind you, G.
1: Okay, so Sweet i I'm just going to throw something out. I'm looking at the notes here. I'm looking at your sit. I'm not going to say who it is, but. I think he's already been sitting, dog. I don't think no one's playing this fucking guy. I'm just saying, all right? My must sit your ass on the bench this week, Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup, top receiver in the NFL. Worst game of the year, probably 80 yards, seven touchdowns and a tutty. Well, no, because he yeah, he had over 100 yards last week too, but he didn't get a tutty. But I'm just saying, Cooper Cup, two reasons. He's a little banged up. You know, he sprained his ankle, but they said it will be fine. But I'm saying the bigger reason is he's playing Tampa's D. Tampa's D got embarrassed. Devin White got called out this week, dude. That's the captain of their defense. The captain of the Super Bowl winning defense. And fucking Warren Sapp called this fucking guy out and put him on blast on social media. Broke down a film showing that he has like one of those clickers where he can go back and forth on the fucking game. And... This guy had no effort on this one play, and it was horrible. And Warren Sapp called for him to take the C off of his chest. He doesn't deserve it. And when you get called out like that as a man in the NFL, you're coming back the next week, man. This guy's not that old. They're getting older. But you know what? He's got at least the rest of this season left in him. And I think these guys are going to put the hurt on the Rams this week. And I think especially Cooper Cup. I think they're just going to ball out. Linebackers are going to be sucking up underneath. I think it's just going to be too hard on Matt Stafford. And I think Cooper Cup's just not going to do anything. going to be. This is going to be his worst game of the year. Mark my words. Cooper Cup, seat your ass on the bench. Cooper Cup.
0: Wow, talk about putting your coconuts out there. Wow. That's what I do. It's
2: right. what I do. Yeah. Do hey, I give him bro? that. I'm just saying. I had Debo Samuel one week, though. The week that he went off against the Rams. So. I wasn't going to say anything about that, Bob. I still threw him out really there. I still threw it, it out the there, I still threw it out there. The first highlight is always running a 50-yard dog
1: after the fucking match. <laughs> Fuck.
0: All right, all right, all right, all right. You know what, You know what, King, since you called me out, I'll go ahead and go next. All right? I'll see your Cooper Cup, and I'm going to raise you Brandon Cooks. Yeah, Okay. he's probably sitting on a lot but you know what he he should over the past three games he's averaging only 46 freaking receiving yards the hell is that man this guy is just oh he's awful he hasn't put together a complete game he's not getting the looks he's not getting the targets he this guy is just he's going out there looking like shit so I got to say that, like, really, I mean, forget it. Like, four, four receptions in a game, that, that's not worth starting. You can't trust a guy like that, not even as a flex, not even as a deep flex. He's horrible right now. So there's no justification for putting him in your lineup. As a matter of fact, I would go out there and try to drop the guy and pick somebody else up that's going to be a lot more relevant on your bench. If you're going to have somebody riding the pine or you can find that knucklehead in your league and make a trade for somebody a little bit better, you know, get a Jacoby Myers, go out there and and get somebody that's going to be able to help you. That's actually going to put up some points and and get some, some catches. So that's, that's my, my must sit of this week. All right. So F you King.
1: Yeah. Like I said, I'm just saying, yeah. I mean the his, other part uh, key is it's like we said, look at his relevancy now this year, because they found Damian Pierce. That guy's the offense this year. It's Lovey Smith, man. He's gonna run the ball and he's gonna throw off the run. And you know what? I'm good punting. He's good punting. And I'll play defense. And Houston's defense is playing well for what they got. So well, it's Lovey Smith it's lovey smith yeah. that's what i'm saying it's so it's a coach and it's a scheme and i get why he's frustrated you go ahead every fucking play dude and run fucking 60 yards as fast as you can down the field knowing you're not going to get the ball fuck it's hard and then you got to come back to the fucking huddle and do it again cuz you're clearing out for the fucking running back or clearing out for the underneath guy you know what i mean cuz that's what they want to do and it sucks i get it you know but he's a professional and he's getting paid so, I mean, it is what it is, but you know, I, I would already been sitting him. If that's
2: just me. Bye. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. T definitely sit him, especially now. I mean, today, if you were reading any of the headlines, any of the buzz going on after trade deadline, Lovey excused him from practice on personal reasons, stressed to it, it's personal reasons, and then Brandon Cook just goes, you know, nuts on social media talking about like he's gonna expose this and that then you hear there was a deal to go to the Cowboys that got Nick's last minute he, Houston was probably playing hardball with an asset that's definitely depreciated and you know Brandon Cooks was probably looking for a, a fresh start somewhere so now he's definitely pissed just to throw it out there gentlemen like right now if if Rondell Moore is on your waiver wire and you could spare Brandon Cooks dropping Brandon Cooks for Rondell Moore
1: all day, twice on 100%. Sunday. I, I drafted Rondell Moore and kept him when he was hurt. You know what I mean. In a lot of my leagues, jo- so I love. Are you the guy. dropping for Mac Collins? And he's starting to show up. You know what I mean. Don't mention him. Okay, you're going to cut this part deep because that's my my pickup on the waiver wire. So I was. That's why. It's- <laughs> <laughs> right. Thanks, dog. Okay,
0: I- so so real quick. Okay, guys, so this must-sit of Brandon Cooks could would have, I would say, be a must-start had that big deal with Jerry Jones and the Cowboys gone through. I mean, that, that's how easily yeah. this could have flipped
2: with Dak throwing yeah. him the ball. I mean, all of a sudden, he could have been as, as my must-start. They would have ran the first play a deep nine, Brandon Cook, straight down, straight down the seam. No, you know, I, they I agree would have with tried that, to get but two I,
1: guys, let's yeah. slow our rolls a little bit. I don't know how much mm-hmm. he would have got in three days or whatever. You know what I mean? Next, The next week, he would have been a lot better for your must-start, but that's just Come Fuck on. it. Throw hey. him in there. Throw it in there. Mm-hmm. Just yeah.
0: like Bombo said it's with, with you know, yeah, I'm buying a huge car. Step on the gas. Uh, Do it, Doug. All gas, no Go brakes. All right, Bombo, who the hell is your must-sit?
2: All right, my must-sit, Devin Singletary. So Singletary is a guy that you probably got him, you know, mid-rounds of the draft, real safe pick, Get you a 12-, 13-point floor depending on your scoring. Every once in a while could catch passes. You see Zach Moss is gone. They bring in Naheem Hines. No matter what, Singletary is your starter there and they're winning games with him as the starter. The reason why I want to sit him uh, is because I expect a blowout against the Jets and I expect a a few of the of his backmates to get a little bit more run than he is i see that they're trying to get cook some some more run in these blowouts really get him you know familiar with the offense really get his head into the game and they're bringing naheem hines in naheem hines is a gamer so you want to get him in there get as much in-game action as you can with that offensive line and with josh allen and i just think singletary is you know the, the problem is singletary isn't a guy that's going to say give me the rock 20 times a game he's happy in the situation that he's in Every time there's supposed to be somebody there that's supposed to challenge him, he always ends up winning the job. As far as most carries, rather it be Zach Moss, Matt Breida, any of these other people, and even though Buffalo was throwing their their hat in the ring on some of these bigger names, you heard that they had talks about McCaffrey, talks about Hunt. Well, you know what? If your GM isn't calling about those guys, they're not doing their job. But no matter, they're happy with Singletary. With all that being said. They're playing the Jets, and I think the Jets come back down to earth because the Bills want to get right. The Bills want to make sure that they're fine-tuned come these later weeks and going into the playoffs. And I think they're just going to give more guys more opportunities. Singletary will start the game, maybe go through the half, but if it gets, if we see it, start seeing you know, 21-point, 28-point lead, you're going to see the young guys get run, and Singletary will probably give you about five to six points.
1: All right, Bombo, here's a question for you. Rest of the year, you have one running back in that backfield running back, not Josh Allen. Who are you taking?
2: James Cook. I because they're eventually gonna they're eventually gonna I think in one of these blowouts he's gonna I mean he's already had like what a sixty yard touchdown run. Yeah. I think in one of these blowouts he's gonna put together something and that's what King, that's what we've been saying about him. Pacheco. Eventually they're gonna put on a game where The fans will demand that this person, that this this player is getting the run. Well, it's it's almost going to validate
1: what the coach will do, right? Because the coach sees it in practice. You know what I mean. So he knows, and it almost validates now the move that the coach is going to make. Because sometimes it isn't that easy for the coach, you know. So.
2: And 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 no, not to like ceh or devin singletary they're not losing the job it's just that if there's a more talented player out there that just is more explosive and has more big playability it's a big play we're talking about buffalo bills it's a big play offense gabe davis isn't the most awesome route runner but he's three catches and 150 yards and three touchdowns do you know what i mean like they know what they have there's a reason why they drafted cook and there's a reason also why Singletary is still there. But if you were to tell me who has the most upside going into the playoffs, it's got to be James Cook. It's got to be Naeem Hines, just because. <laughs> you watch it happen with
0: Naeem Hines now. Yeah, absolutely. Actually, what? I mean, Singletary's only got one touchdown on the year, period. You know, and it, well, I mean, to be fair, too, so does Cook. But if you, Singletary's the the guy over there, he's got to have more than that. But kind of to what King was saying earlier, it, they, they're they a mess on the in the backfield because they just don't have an identity in that backfield because their leading rusher is their quarterback. So, you know, it, it's just a tough situation. So, yeah, I, I agree with you, Bombo. I mean, that's going to be a tough start for anybody, you know, any given week. Let alone this week. I I really think you kind of keyed up on the matchup situation. Absolutely. All right, guys. So that's going to go ahead and do it for us for our must starts. Must sit your ass on the bench. And uh, so we'll come at you with another one on another date. We are out.